Good people. Pee. See how you feeling today? Honestly, I'm feeling okay. I'm a little, little tired, but I'm all right. How about you? I am feeling grateful and excited to come here. Hmm, it's a good feeling. Based on what I can learn from being present here, I feel that. Peace, good people. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Hey. Yes. It's going to help me today if I take a deep breath and invite the listeners to take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And I want to read an affirmation today uh, to bring us in to today's episode. Come through for your affirmation. We'll be reading from uh, my text of Soul Affirmations, a toolkit for reflection and manifesting the light within. And I'm going to read from page 24 today. Hmm. Yeah. My gratitude for this life caused me to rise to my highest vibration. My gratitude for this life calls me to rise to my highest vibration. Yes. And I think that that space of the highest vibration, sometimes I can't always articulate clearly when I'm there. Mm. Sometimes I just experience it. And then I come down or come to center and I'm like, wow, what a journey. Mm. I, I use this affirmation particularly to bring us into the space that was Kamali's first birthday celebration. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've been having some time to look at some photos from Leilani. Mm. And she told such an amazing story from such an amazing perspective. And I process a lot of emotions because of it. <laughs> and looking at it and remembering the journey and, and looking into my eyes and seeing what type of countenance is on my face. Looking into your eyes and seeing the type of countenance on your face and your being. I remember my jaws not being clenched at wow. her party. I had a very soft, relaxed face. And I remember how clenched my jaws were Kamayu's birthday party. Mm. Her first one, what that felt like. I, I can remember that too. Yeah, the nerves were high. You were experiencing a lot. Mm-hmm. And I looked at photos from each time and I could see an ease on me. And I was grateful for that. Grateful for how it came to be. And grateful for all the community that helped it become what it was. Yeah. Amidst the pivots. That's right. We had we had to exercise the power of the pivot. Because April birthdays in California, the weather is so unpredictable. And I imagine this is probably the case other places too, right? Because yeah. we all know the saying, April showers brings what? May flowers. May flowers, right? But here's the tricky part about that saying. I don't know if any of you have experienced what scientists call global warming, but the seasons don't feel the same way that they did when I was a kid, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So occasionally in California, you get like a hot week. Absolutely. And the week prior to this, we had a hot week. Blazing. It was so hot. Like <laughs> Outside was popping. Sun was shining. Man. Activities were happening outdoors. Activities were happening. The lake was popping. The farmer's market. Community was gathering outside. It was the bikers happening. were out. Yeah. So much was happening. Like the city was buzzing. California was buzzing. Literally. And I'm watching that, that weather, that weather app on my phone. 
And I didn't want to check it at first. Mm -hmm. Then something told me like maybe the Saturday before to just look. And sure enough, I'm like, wait a minute, 60%. 60% chance of rain. Depending on where you live, that's like, okay, it's going to rain. Like, I remember seeing stuff like that back east when we lived in D.C. Like, I know if I see 60 percent, like, oh, it's for sure going to rain. But it didn't start at 60. Oh, it didn't? No, it didn't start at 60. Well, oh, it was 40. Yeah, it was That's 40. right. I'm sorry. It started at 40. That's where I got my hope. <laughs> okay. So it started at 40. Then did it go to 60? 40. And then the the hours of precipitation increased. And then the next day the chances of the precipitation increased. And once we saw it at 60. Yeah, I was like, okay. All right, all right but look, but before we even get to the 60, though, <laughs> I remember telling Felicia that we had done our best. And because we done our best, no matter what, it's not going to rain on her party. I said, it is allowed to rain after. It is allowed to rain before. But during the hours of her party that we are reserved, it's not going to rain. Because I've seen this happen before, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what happened? It rained. But not during her party hours. Like I said, <laughs> it was going to rain, and, but not during her party hours. And, and honestly, I said this to, to Riga. You know, I felt that. In my heart, I did. I, I didn't have a feeling like, okay, it's for real going to rain. Even though, it, even when it got up to the 80% chance, <laughs> I was looking like, all right, well, let me, let me just not go in it like this. I'll have a backup plan. But I had that same feeling that you had, but I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to acknowledge it. I didn't want to intersect with it in any way. I didn't want to peek in that direction of hope or knowing. And I mean, you and I, we further investigated what that is for me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to share here too. Mm -hmm. It can be a bit challenging to move in a direction of assuredness and faith, especially like when you're planning something, at, at least for me, when I'm planning things after experiencing the loss of Kamayu. Because mm -hmm. I did just that and I trusted my guts. And so now I have been on a journey of reacquainting with my gut and understanding it. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm saying that for reference because that is the platform of why we are here. So for mm -hmm. anyone that may be experiencing that too, they would understand. Mm -hmm. But sure enough, y'all, it, like it rained. That up. It, thank you. It rained through the night into the morning. All through the night. <laughs> So into the, the morning, the plan, right, was to have it at the house. Yes. And it had stopped raining around 11, mm -hmm. which is what I said, <laughs> because the party was scheduled to start at one. Mm -hmm. But we were planning on having a wonderful outdoor festival, grass area, yeah. patio area type of party. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this would have meant that every single child that came to that party would have got messier and dirtier than anybody planned. And every <laughs> single parent who brought a child to the party would have to work extra hard <laughs> at getting them clean, getting the stains out the clothes, not tracking the mud in the house, tracking the mud in the car. You see where I'm going with mm -hmm, this? Because mm -hmm. that wasn't the vibe we were going for. So we get a text, right? Yes. From our dear sister, Roz. Absolutely. The morning of Kamali's birthday. birthday. Uh -huh. And she says she had been watching the weather. And mm -hmm. just in case we don't have a contingency plan, her space is open. Yes. So when she says her space is open, we're talking about Agency Oakland, uh, uh, this multifunctional community activation space, warehouse, art multipurpose space. But it's so much bigger than our damn backyard. 
<laughs> that the idea of pivoting the party from the backyard to this space, yes, it was a blessing, but it also required reimagining everything we thought we were going to do. Man, I told Raz when we went to that space, I was like, okay, this is, thank you so much. I had so much gratitude and joy and excitement to know that I had a space to go indoors because at this point, like I said, it was 80% chance of rain. But I also told her like, yo, I'm overwhelmed. She was like, I know it'll do that. <laughs> it was so much space. Yo, I, I, I don't know square footage very well, so I can't even fake the phone. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, bigger than our house for sure. I mean, just <laughs> times and times. And that's and times what we plan for. So yeah, times and times and times bigger than the house. Yeah. I'm trying to give it reference. Like what else? I mean, a couple of 18 wheelers could fit in there. Right. Like, that's how large it is. Yeah. But nonetheless, we took time to reconsider what it would take to reimagine how we communicate to the guests and then what would be our plan of action. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think up until this point, we have been working really well as a team mm -hmm. to try to learn what this experience was coming to teach us and have fun in the process and make sure that we were both emotionally available for her birthday. Mm -hmm. That was what was important to me. Yeah. I wanted to be available. Yeah. And that happened. Yeah. And that was beautiful. Yeah. And then the weather changed. And that that once deep-rooted feeling of comfort and a well-planned party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in the last 48 hours, that's not what was going on. <laughs> and I made observation of it. Like, hmm, what's really going on, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I I, remembered all the one-year-old parties that I've been to <laughs> and all the very tired parents I see at these parties. <laughs> hey, y'all. Parents be so tired. Go, just go through your head and think about the one-year-old, two-year-old parties you've been to and how tired the parents are. Are there any listeners who can relate? <laughs> Man, I just knew I didn't want that to be me. And I was like, okay, we're going to make sure Kamali gets the snap in because I heard about the one-year-old birthday party and the baby's missing their naps. And then they yep. end up not even feeling their party. Like yeah, it's, it's a whole problem. It's a meltdown the entire time. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got this, got this in mind. I'm already considering these variables. Like this is not finna hit me over the head. Like I know mm -hmm. for sure. So- we get in there. We start reimagining the space. Fee makes some amazing calls and pivots to add things, mm -hmm. add, I guess, expand some orders to accommodate more people, yeah. accommodate more children. Yep. Right? I, had, I had to. So I had to reroute all of my deliveries mm -hmm. to this space. That was the one thing. And then at the last minute, like the, the night before, I was able to correspond with uh, Poppy Tots. Mm -hmm. which is a business that brings soft play for kids, for, for toddlers. So I really wanted to have soft play for Kamali, which includes like these little obstacle courses, little animals she could ride, and then the ball pit. And then they got a toddler jumper. I have never seen a toddler jumper, but I was like, oh, this is perfect. And because we were doing it at our house, I ordered the the smallest one. Mm -hmm. So I hit her up right away because now we got all this space. Like, okay, what's the biggest one you got for Saturday? And she told me, so I'm like, all right, we got that. And then what was it like after midnight? So now it's actually Saturday and we have this big old space. And I know I got some of the big kids coming because they are nieces and nephews. So I'm like, okay, what jump house can we get? And we were trying to lock in with someone else that was referred, but couldn't get him locked in. I think through a miscommunication about the weather, you know, thinking mm -hmm. that the party was outside, but we're in this warehouse, you know, 
I hit up this little spot. I don't even remember what it was. I Googled it. They called me like five minutes later. This is after midnight. And they were like, all right, we'll be there. So I'm like, oh, perfect. You know, this is happening. We set up the games. I got jumbo game rental. That was actually for the adults. Yeah. But we had the Connect Four, the Jumbo Jenga, the Cornhole. We had Tic-Tac-Toe. Uh-huh. Man, we had to rewrite our DJ. We had a DJ coming through. Yes. Shout out DJ Muji. And, oh, and and, and Shelby. Yes. With our, with our catering and our grazing table. And this, when, we, when Shelby was setting up the grazing table, her and I shared a moment. And I hugged her Mm. and I thanked her for being a part of so many of our memories and experiences and how central this food is to the memory, to the being, to the provisions, to feel. Yeah. Uh, We've had this grazing table at Kamayu's um, celebration of life, Mm -hmm. her first birthday, Mm -hmm. our celebration, preparing for Kamali. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had, so this. We've intersected with this. Shelby is our go-to. Yes. But this, th- there's like a memory on this table. There's yeah. a design. There's a story being told through food. Yeah. And I thought. That oh, was it's so in the be- No Weapon video too. Yeah. 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 So I thought it's so beautiful to have that theme mm-hmm. and that art happening center. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is prep before, you know, the night before trying to figure out how things were going to get organized. I planned on having a picnic table in the backyard. And what actually ended up happening is we set up that same picnic table over some green turf that felt and looked like grass and put that in the middle. And we put the couches around it. So it was like everyone could be at the picnic table. And we had a chandelier. We had a, a section for pictures, mm-hmm. which really I wanted it to be my VIP section, but it ended up being a nice section for pictures. Mm-hmm. And we had like the dessert table, a little VIP lounge area that was with the cocktail tables. But all of this coming together the night before, sometime what? Oh, no, go ahead. I, I like, I was just, there was another miracle that I wanted to make mention of. Tell what is yeah, it? Yeah, because I think it's important to make mention of the miracles and wonders along the way, as well as like the events that are taking place. But when we went to go get this green artificial grass turf, we went to Home Depot mm-hmm. and we went to the flooring department to see if we can get some help over to our section. Mm-hmm. And a woman there who was working recognized me, Kamali, and Felicia. That's right. Yeah. From a video that she saw online. It was the Black Family Legacy. Yeah, Black that. Family Legacy. Mm-hmm. So she saw that video online and like, wait, you guys are the family that was rapping in. So she gets up, she gets excited. And because of her warmth to our family, mm-hmm. I just had the courage to tell her about our family. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, this is my daughter, Kamali. She is our second born, our first born, double transition. Mm-hmm. Her name is Kamayu. Mm-hmm. The courage to say that to her created the space for her to tell me that she too experienced Mm. the double transition, having to deliver Mm -hmm. her child at six months stillborn. Mm. This is happening inside Home Depot. That's right. And I thought that was so beautiful that that moment got to happen and we get to be our full selves and not have to separate parts of us that you can't see. Mm Mm-hmm. And when she asked for our information, I gave our information. I was like, you know what? You might want to check out this episode of Black Love just as for reference of this experience. And when I tell her, took it up, she realizes that she was, in fact, familiar with <laughs> us, didn't know that it was the same family mm-hmm. and didn't know that we had now experienced the birth of Kamali. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was so beautiful that this pursuit of this grass. Yeah. 
which right. was actually going to be used as a backdrop. But here's the pivot. Pivot and repurpose. Repurposed it and it became yeah. our picnic area. Yeah. And so I guess where I was going, thank you for mentioning that. Mm-hmm. That's actually very important. And where I was going with this is at about, well, after midnight, maybe around 1230 a.m. And our big sis and Asan, everybody comes back and we're still kind of arranging things, but we're, you know, getting ready to leave. And they let us know like, okay, yeah, everything you set up, we're actually about to move because we're about to paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to beautify this place one more <laughs> layer to our standard of hosting you and Kamali. And this very uh, well-intended gesture of beautifying the place caused another pivot. <laughs> I was like, wait. You're going to paint this tonight, the floor? And she was like, yeah, I told you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I thought you already did it because I saw part of it done. Nope, it nope. wasn't done. Nope, it wasn't done. Now, something also very beautiful happened in this moment. Earlier in the pivoting, I looked at what needed to be done. I had an assessment about how much time it would take. And I asked Felicia, would she consider pushing back the start time of the party? <laughs> This is very early in the day. And what what did you tell me? Fee? I said no. A hard no, actually. It was a hard no. No. I think I probably said it like that. No. Mm-mm. And her hard no created some feelings for me that started to be visible. <laughs> As she describes, I breathe hard and I walk away. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a... That's what it literally sounds like. Not just me and the mic. Like, that's how it sounds to my ear. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, like, you but know what's f- for me? For <laughs> me, it's like I'm I'm trying to maintain the ability to be present. So my thinking to push this time back is so that I don't look like all the tired parents I've seen come before me. <laughs> no, y'all don't understand, because like once a party starts, it doesn't stop. You lying. Man. Once it starts. It's it's gone, baby. Like it's this thing is rolling. <laughs> and if you're not present in the beginning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good luck. You don't know how many parties and shows and things I've done where it's like, yo, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And you, you clean up at the end of the night for something you don't remember. Like, I, nah, <laughs> I can't have that. <laughs> no, exactly. But I just I knew that I didn't want that to be me. Yeah. So early, I tried to suggest moving it back, but we wouldn't get no budge. That was very difficult for me. Mm -hmm. I I had already done this mass communication about moving the party. So everyone was aware that, hey, the location has just changed. I've also had to do all the communication with all of the rental companies that I was working with and the food, all of those things. Right. And I say that that's not maybe a big deal for some, but it has been a two and a half year road of me coming back to a space where I am able to execute a plan like this. I have not been able to do this mm. this efficiently for some time now. Can we just take a second? Yes. Wow. Really powerful. Thank you. And so to have come to the night before, I I did my very best mm. to plan things ahead of time mm. so that things could run a particular way. This mm. was my project. I don't mm-hmm. have many projects that I'm mm-hmm. actively working on like this, let alone like managing how a day is going to go in mm-hmm. that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so to be offered this suggestion, nah, it was a, it was a hard no right away. And I have to admit 
after having reflected on this day, I recognized that some of my hesitancy to do that was based upon what I thought other people might think about it. Mm. So I'll be vulnerable and admit that, mm. you know, Kariga and I, we have hosted parties before, you know, our own get togethers and things have run late. Mm. And so when I'm talking about this party, the first thing everybody has said to me that I mentioned it to was like, y'all ain't gonna start on time. And I'm like, nah, man, y'all not finna come for me like this. Oh, I, I didn't like how that felt. So I had already done this communication with these folks. Mm-hmm. So now I'm about to communicate like, hey, we're pushing the party back to two. Like, no, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to meet my goal. Your and- goal or your goal based on expectation. Yes. Right? Yes. The, the, yes. The, they're rooted in a lot of things. Cause the goal is to, I, as I remember, the goal was to You're throw, right. throw the experience, what was the goal? have an experience that we can all remember, that we can honor family, mm-hmm. honor one another, mm-hmm. honor our journey, bring family together to celebrate and to reflect and to have joy in the moment yeah. of Kamali, right? So that was the operational goal I had. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know about the other things that were happening internally. Man. But also, I'll just say this very clear, okay? Mm-hmm. There's two types of partiers, okay? <laughs> People who are, you know, like the, it has to go this way, A, B, CD, mm-hmm. and then there's the people who just have a good time, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And I like to be in the have a good time number. Mm-hmm. I've I've never had anybody complain about a party that we've hosted, right? You, <laughs> you leave feeling you, you you can feel it. It's invigorating. It's a good vibe. Okay, but it's not about complaints or anything else. The goal that I was attending to was to be able to experience the day. Yes. And so I think, you know, considering what I was wrestling with internally about what I had heard from other people that were planning on coming to the party, that paired with me recognizing that this is something that is much bigger than I've been able to do in the last two years in planning. Mm-hmm. I think I was also wrestling with some, I don't know if there are they insecurities about being able to make my own decisions, but it, it, I want to be very clear about the feeling that I was having because it is absolutely rooted in in my grieving. Mm-hmm. And when Kariga and I experienced the double transition of Kamayu, I did not have to spend time making decisions or worrying about things being done. Kariga actually has been a wonderful partner and seeing to it that I had all the space and capacity that I needed for me. And so he has actually been in the forefront of the things that we have been able to do and helping helping me make decisions. And so in this moment, when he's making this suggestion to me, I am also feeling this tenseness because I desire so badly to be able to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want any in- interference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Because of what the journey has mm-hmm. been. It meant so much to me f- to be able to do this. But I had to remember, I had to remember that it wasn't that you were trying to make a decision for me. It was actually us working together. This is so good. (laughs) Oh, this is so good. 
But it took some time for me to I had to actually process this because I felt this feeling before. And I'm like, why am I feeling this feeling like this, this tenseness in my body? I have this dissonance almost at even a suggestion from him, like an offering me something other than what it is that I'm presently trying to do. And I recognize that it's actually in my mind. I was saying to myself like, oh, he must think I'm incapable. But that's not what he's saying. Actually, what he's saying is what he's saying. What's mm. happening in my head, that's what I'm saying mm. to myself. So here it is again, like I have to practice being aware of my thoughts and being aware that, hey, these are my thoughts about me mm-hmm. and reframe, recognize, okay, this is what it is I'm feeling. Under Asking myself like, okay, why am I feeling this? Are the feelings... In fact, what is happening in my head? Is that even true? Hmm. Defining what is true and then being able to communicate like what it is that I need. And it's hard to do all that the night before. The it's party. hard to do that the night before that party. It is hard to do and that in recall, a crunch or in a conflict. And if I recall correctly, the night before the party, we had Kamali with us. Right. And we had Kamali with us so who refused to take her nap. She she nah, she knew the party was about to happen. <laughs> But I really want to honor the power of what you just articulated about your experience and getting this far and the desire to perform at a level that you identify as the standard, the wanting to have capacity to make these decisions. Those are really important things you noted. I remember before coming to this finding, all I knew was, oh, shit, like this is. It can happen or it cannot happen. Mm. And I'm talking about the conflict that I also see parents have at first birthday parties. It's the perfect space for a conflict. (laughs) No, really, really. I know it sounds like it's supposed to be a party, but it's the perfect space for a conflict. You have expectation. You have guests. You have elders. You have budget. You have uh, delivery. You have punctuality. You have food. You have meeting the needs of a spectrum of guests that is absurd and unlike any other party, mm. right? A child's birthday party is the only way you have to accommodate children who are at all different uh, capability levels and adults who are at different age spectrums and ability levels. <laughs> you have to plan for one-year-old, two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, five. There's so much difference between a one and a three-year-old, much less a one and a seven-year-old or an eight-year-old cousin. So yeah, it's a perfect right. space for a conflict on top of a weather change. <laughs> So you have a location change. And then the paint showing up. But here's what, I, here's, here's, what I, here's what I'm really expressing. Largely attributed to the habits of mind that I practice. I was able to identify that moment separate of my experience, my friction in it. I was able to identify it as a conflict and that I do not have to commit to the feelings that I'm having. Mm. I can experience them, but I don't have to commit to them mm. because what's greater than the feelings I'm experiencing is I know how important this day is to both of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. here is a conflict that I will not position myself to. I'll experience it and I'll reframe and I'll know that she's trying to do her best and I'll tell her and I'll affirm her and I'll compliment her and I'll make sure that we are working together as a team because that's way more important to being present. Don't nothing feel cheesier or funkier than being <laughs> mad at your partner and having to realize that none of that matters. And then you got to smile for a picture, (laughs) right? 
That's funky. That is funky. I don't want an ashy relationship. <laughs> right? <laughs> to me, that's ashy behavior. That is ashy. Because we can surrender so much sooner mm. than holding on to the position of offense or difference as a reflection of deficit. Mm. So I took an early bow out. I do remember asking one question that I thought would have helped change the mind. Oh, that's right. Okay? And, 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 then, and then after this question, after I asked this question, y'all, I backed out because I asked her. At this time, the party was supposed to start at one o'clock and it was planned to arrive at nine o'clock, right? To do the morning setup. That's right. And I said, hey, I, this is going to require eight o'clock. First thing, right? This is going to require eight o'clock. Because nine would mean that you have to hit your target directly on the nose. You have to be doing labor at nine. There's no way that that interpretation of nine is the wrong interpretation. So it's eight o'clock target to get to eight. And then I asked, where do you want to be at noon? (laughs) One question I asked, where do you want to be at noon? He asked me this question while I was sorting through customized birthday (laughs) balloons. And I couldn't identify what letter was what. So when he asked me that, I looked at him like, I don't know at home. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I guess at home. I guess at home. Once she told me, I guess I said, "Listen, we in trouble, man." Because you have to see yourself getting ready at noon. You have to see it happening. Like you got to figure out how that dress man, is going. I like. couldn't see that. All I was trying to see was which one of these balloons <laughs> is the letter K. I'm <laughs> trying to spell out Kamali. And because she couldn't see it, I just wanted us to move the time back because I could see. It wasn't adding up. And I also want to add that she had them damn letters for like a week plus, And I could not figure out what letters these were. And I know my shapes. I know my letters and I know my numbers. These are the most frustrating balloons I've ever looked at in my life. They were and like, they was trying to tell me to give up on them balloons. They were like deflated cursive. <laughs> Either way, when I learned of the painting, I came back around to Regan. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and push it back to two. <laughs> My favorite part was we were across the warehouse from each other and we still made eye contact. Right. And we made that eye contact. Like, like, all right, I'm going to give you an example. We made the type of eye contact that now granted everybody in the space was people of color and black, but we made the type of eye contact as if we were the two only black people in the office. Okay. (laughs) That's the type of eye contact I want you to imagine. And she came over me and said, yeah, I think we're going to push this back. And I was so glad that I bowed out of the conflict before she changed her mind because I could welcome and embrace the change rather than having any feelings of, oh, now you want to change or I told you so. I bowed out at the minute I realized I didn't want to have my feelings. Mm. So whatever was going to happen was going to happen. Whether you wanted to move the time back or whether we were behind on time, it was all going to flow. Mm. I just wanted to be present. Mm-hmm. and so having her come to me at the end of the night and moving the time back and already coming to the understanding that our love is most powerful it was a day set up for success it was a beautiful day it was so beautiful through and throughout i remember songs i remember speaking to people i remember dancing with kamali mm-hmm. i remember having fun i remember who yeah. fixed me a drink yep that's always a that's nice. impressive when you can remember who fixed you a drink yes because you could also get to a place where you can't remember anything after yes, you had that's okay. true yeah i didn't go there well i will say this 
the party started on time. Yes, it did. My party started on time, Come y'all. On. Come on. Because <laughs> I had to push that joke back. But it was, it was absolutely, it flowed. Like, it was a beautiful time. I'm so grateful to Brittany who came and yes. helped me execute the vision. Yes. My sister-in-law, Yuki, showed up the morning of. Absolutely. I mean, and she was ready. She brought all of her different party decorations that she she's kept over the years. And we were able to make a beautiful section for Kamayu. Mm-hmm. And there was a crown on her, on mm-hmm. her urn. It was just amazing. I had balloon arches and I got through my letters. Yes. The Stokes Kennedys came. <laughs> they came right? from L.A. Jasmine came and helped. Yeah. And I think it's really powerful because these were also people who experienced the Black Love Summit with us. Yes, that's so true. So we see that Black Love is actually creating this community, this theme of togetherness, mm-hmm. right, to experience these parts of life. Yeah. But when I think about, like, what does it mean to push a party back by one hour versus the two full-term pregnancies it took mm-hmm. us to get to a first birthday party? That one hour is trivial. That one hour is trivial. So being present for something that took us this long to come to was my target. I wanted to remember. I wanted to feel. I wanted to be present. And all of our family, those who came and helped, those who helped us clean up, the agency team that made it so accessible and easy and flowing, and Asan and Roz. Oh, they were amazing. And DJ Muji and yeah. Brittany and... All of these folks who particularly have been present in their own way through our grief got to come celebrate this becoming of one. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful time. What a beautiful time. I really love what we get to learn when we come here. As do I. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. (laughs) Kariga and Felicia. And you, the listener. Thank you all for helping us celebrate This practice of love, these habits of mind, this reflection, this journey. Many of you have been with us so long on this journey. And it felt good to dance Mm. and to sing and to smile and to remember and to be the parents of both Kamayu and Kamali. Mm -hmm. I felt it. And thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Mm -hmm. Thank you to our producer, Crystal Hill. Mm our wonderful editor, Masu McLemore, from our family to yours, and we all love more abundantly. Peace. Peace.